welcome to the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beyer, founder of Intuitive Edge Coaching and creator of the Elemental Entrepreneurship Framework. I use the elements, earth, air, fire, water, and spirit as a lens for understanding business and life. As you begin to understand each element, you can become an alchemist, able to powerfully blend the elements to transmute, transform, and create mysteriously potent outcomes with ease, leaving the people around you wondering, how are they doing that? As we navigate the unique challenges and joys that come with being a creative entrepreneur or professional artist, the Elemental Entrepreneurship Framework provides a guide to help you understand yourself, cultivate balance, and alchemize your business for magical results. I'm glad you're here. You know what time it is. It's not actually the first of the month, it's the second of the month because how is it September? I don't understand. So like I knew yesterday was the first of September, but I also like didn't know, if you know what I'm saying. But I'm here with our Oracle card reading for the collective for September. So I'm going to jump right into these cards, starting with the guidance for what's happening right now. And the card that came up for us is behind the mind, the heart beats. So there's a difference between mind knowing and heart knowing. Your mind's job is to keep you from dying, right? That's what it does. So it plans and strategizes and clings to your fears and your paranoias and your mind is constantly scanning for danger. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? And it's trying to protect you, right? That's its job. Your heart your soul, your spirit, your soul essence. It wants to express. It wants to share. It wants to be creative. It wants to love. It wants to be open. It wants to play. It wants to be childlike. It wants to share your gifts, your skills, your talents, your magic. Your head and your heart have been fighting, possibly for your whole life. Your heart is pulling you, especially right now, to share, to give, to do something that is like true to who you are. That's like what you really feel like you're here to do. And your mind is telling you this is impractical. This is crazy. This is dangerous. This isn't going to work. And you've been in this battle for a long time. And culturally, we're taught to put our mind and logic above everything. We're meant to put logic above emotions, above intuition. But in reality, the mind is meant to serve the heart. Your mind is here to work in service of your desires and of your dreams. It's here to serve your body. It's here to serve your intuition. It's here to help you to build, to navigate the thing that you want to do, not actually to be in control of the whole show. It's not its real job. It doesn't do well there. Your mind needs to be placed in a service position rather than a control position. It's not a good leader. So what's going on right now is that your head and your heart have been in this power struggle for a long time, but right now your heart winning is eminent and you can feel it. You're like, I don't care. I don't care what the fucking cost is. Like it's time for things to change and I know it. It's going to be a big change, but you have to let it happen. And you're starting to feel that like, I can't keep living in fear, suppressing my truth, denying what I'm meant to do anymore. And that is scaring you. And it's probably causing your mind to go into overdrive with worst case scenario planning, but it's fucking coming and you can feel it. That's where you're at right now. 
what are the blocks? What is the block to allowing this to happen? And this card is the perfection of your life. And so I want to talk about what this means because the, the look of it can be confusing and the name can be a little confusing. You're like, why is the perfection of my life a block? This is about change. This is about, and it's interesting because we're in tropical storms right now in the United States. What a tropical storm, what a hurricane, what a cyclone looks like from above is very different than what it looks like and feels like on the ground. On the ground level of a big storm, it feels like chaos. It feels like tragedy. It feels like everything falling apart. From above, it's this like beautiful, geometric, theoretical prism, right? And that's what changes. When we think about change, either we're thinking about it through the lens of complete fear or we're thinking about, you know, the abstract of it. But on the ground of change, it's chaos. Change feels like chaos. Change feels like destruction to our ego. Change feels like chaos. Change feels like destruction. The thing that's blocking you is that in order to do this thing that you want to do to follow your heart, you're going to have to end relationships. You might have to quit a job. You might have to go against what all of your friends want from you, what your family wants for you. You might feel like your whole life is going to have to come undone so that these new things can grow. And that's what storms do. They clear the way for new growth, for new things to be birthed. There are plants that only grow after a big storm has cleared everything away. So the block is that you don't want that to happen. You can see from a distance, like you can see the chaos that's going to happen when you make this change. You can see your life is going to unravel. These relationships are going to unravel. Everything that you know is going to come undone and you don't want to let it happen. You have to, you have to let it happen. You're going to have to surrender to the storm. You cannot control a storm. You can't let it happen. Let everything fall away that has to fall away. Let everything be cleared that needs to be cleared. The people, the relationships, the job, trust life. Life keeps going. The loss from this is not going to be fatal. It is clearing the space for the new life that you want to unfold. And you have to trust that life. You cannot cling to what you have now and call a new life in. You can't have it both ways. You're going to have to let everything fall apart in order to rebuild this new life from your heart, from your truth. That's the block. You feel it. You know. You're like, man, everything's going to fall apart before everything gets rebuilt, and I'm scared of that. You have to let it happen. Yes, it will happen, and yes, you need to let it happen. What is the gift that's coming to us through this process of working through this block? Defend to the end, the worthwhile. Enough said. Defend to the end, the worthwhile. Anything that lights you up, the things that bring you to life, that make your heart beat, are worthwhile. Anything that dulls your aliveness, anything that makes you stressed or anxious or depressed, needs to be questioned, needs to be challenged, needs to maybe be thrown aside in order for you to live this more authentic life from your heart. You are a person who feels things deeply. You see the pain of the world. You've gone through a lot of shit 
and you want to make a big impact. You want to create change. You want to create art. You want to create this thing that you want to do. It's worthwhile. It's meaningful to you and it's meaningful to the world. You need to stand your ground about this. You need to be willing to defend it. This is a literal fight for your life, for you living a life that's rooted in your truth. People will naysay you. People will try to talk you out of it. Other people will bring their mind, their logic, their fears, and project it forward onto you and say, oh no, if you do this, all this bad stuff will happen. Aren't you afraid? Aren't you? What about money? What about this? What about that? What about this person's judgments? What about what your parents want? Right? All those things. That's going to happen. That needs to happen so that you have an opportunity to practice defending your heart and standing up for yourself and standing up for your truth and standing your ground and saying, no, I know that this is right. I know this is what I'm meant to do. I know that this is important. I know that this is worthwhile and learn how to guard vigilantly your truth, your gifts, your skills, your talents to defend to the end that which is worthwhile to you as opposed to what you probably have done in the past, which is capitulating, giving into people's fears, folding, people pleasing, going along with what's expected of you in order to keep the peace. That's part of why this, uh, the blocks are there. These relationships have to fall apart because these relationships have been maintained historically by you not defending your truth and not standing up for what you really want. And so when you do start doing that, people aren't gonna like it. When you start setting new boundaries, when you start changing what's important to you, when you stop being available to hang out, people aren't going to like it. And so those relationships that have been built on your people pleasing are going to all have to go and, or they're going to really have to change and people are going to have to start respecting your shit. That's just what it is. But the gift that will come to you through learning how to let those relationships fall apart, how to come into a like, take me as I am or leave me to quote a song from Rent, uh, for you to come into that place, those relationships are going to have to change and you're going to learn what it feels like to stand up for what's important to you. And that's something you need to learn for this new life that you want to build. The guidance for dealing with the outer world right now is the shock of the new. There, a lot of this mind stuff is about other people for you right now. It, all of the fears are conditioned, right? They're things that people have told you your whole life and you're going against your programming. You're maybe going against your family values. You're going against society to like build something new. And this is going to rock a lot of boats. Your life will not be the same on the other side of this. And that's exciting, but it's also uncomfortable. And everything about how you be in the world is gonna change as a result of this. How you show up in relationships, how you interact with people, who's around, what you do, all of that is gonna change after this. And you have outgrown a lot of your relationships. And you're feeling that right now. You've outgrown a lot of the people, places, and things that worked for you when you were hiding. And so 
it's going to be a shock to you and going to be uncomfortable to you to let these people go, to let these places go, to let these situations go. And again, you're being told to just trust life and that new relationships and situations will come. But again, they cannot come until you are willing to like endure the shock of the new, of the different. This is not just about leaving your comfort zone. It's about First of all, being okay with being uncomfortable and like sitting in the discomfort of change and not trying to rush through it or back out of it when it shows up. It's just being like, okay, this is going to be uncomfortable for a little while, but that's the fucking point because what's working right now or what's happening right now is not working. A message from your higher self for this is the sacred fool. Your heart, once again, that came up the very first card, beyond the mind, the heart beats. Your heart is the sacred fool. Your heart doesn't care about doing things the right way. Your heart doesn't care about what the mind says. Your heart doesn't care about what other people say. Fuck being socially acceptable. Fuck being palatable. Fuck what people think about you. Just be. It is time to play, to put your heart out there without fear of being hurt or thinking about the past. That's what the fool does. The fool just goes on putting themselves out there and trusting. And it's not because they're actually foolish. It's because they are childlike. They're full of wonder and love and faith in the best parts of life and the best parts of people. And it's just like, yeah, like whatever happened in the past happened in the past. That's not determining the moves I make today. The moves I make today, I make because of love. The moves I make today, I make because of passion, because of joy, because of playfulness. I'm not using yesterday's disappointments to be the guide for the choices I make in the future. And how, like, that's kind of what adulthood is. Like, adult growing up mentally and logically is this big process of learning how to use yesterday's disappointments and yesterday's pain as the guide for what you do today and tomorrow. And when you think about it like that, that's some old bullshit, right? Like, why would we want to do that? It is time to just start putting your heart out there again without fear of being hurt or thinking about the past. It's time to let life happen in bizarre and unscripted ways. It's not going to feel safe and appropriate. It's not supposed to. You need to let yourself become a conduit for miracles and synchronicities. And that can't happen if you're trying to be so controlled and so monitored. People are going to be challenged by this. They will be confronted and it's because you're showing them that they don't have to be bitter and they don't have to be trapped and they don't have to play by those rules. And a lot of people don't fucking like that. Like if they can see you thriving on your own truth, if they see you going against all of the programming and conditioning we've been taught and thriving, then they've got to look at like, well, why am I holding myself back? Why am I staying in the rules? Why am I coloring in the lines? Why am I depressed? I I want you to come back here. I want you to not be successful to justify my limiting beliefs. So when you're not doing that, when you're just out there living your best fucking life and thriving on your own terms, they're not going to like it. It challenges everything they believe to be true. That's fine. That's fine. You don't need to stay with them. This is the path to inner freedom. Stay your own path. Don't take anything too seriously, even yourself, your own dramas. 
these dramas that will happen as the result of these relationships falling away, don't take those too seriously. Don't get too wrapped up in those stories. Everything is going to work out perfectly. As long as you keep your heart open, as long as you keep expressing yourself from this child place without fear of judgment or criticism, think of the way that children play. Think of the way that children play make-believe. Think of the way that children dress up and express themselves and just shine. And they're not, when you were a kid, you weren't worried about judgment in that same way. You were just doing you and having fun and playing today's game. That's what needs to come back in you. That's what needs to lead this next phase of your life. If people don't like it, fuck them. Or don't fuck them. Don't fuck anyone who doesn't believe in your childlike nature. (laughs) The next is the guidance for how we make this manifest. The word wants to be written. The word wants to be written. The art wants to be made. The gift that is yours wants to be expressed through you. That's why it's here. The thing you want to do is so natural and easy for you. It's what you've always done. It's who you've always been. That's why you want to do it. Your creativity is yours. Your gifts are yours. You need to love and accept and support yourself. Looking back on all of these messages and all of these cards that are about people pleasing, that are about naysayers, that are about maintaining relationship through hiding your truth. So you have been taught from the time you were little to outsource approval. And so you you wanted and needed approval to come from other people, to come from your parents, to come from society, to come from grades, to come from accomplishments. That's where approval comes from. And if you didn't get approval for sharing your gifts and sharing your heart and sharing your divine wildness, then you hit it. And you developed all of this shame and conditioning that says, I can't. I can't show this part of me or I will lose this approval. And I don't approve of myself. I only approve you approve of me. Right. So it is time for you to learn to love and accept and support yourself to take this gift of yours and love and support it the way you've been wanting these other people to that they haven't done it like you have to do it it is time you have to do it so when you start loving and accepting and supporting yourself especially and this is hard the parts of you that you have been taught not to share because people want to prove of you that's what we're talking about here These parts of yourself that are your innate gifts, you've been taught that people will not approve of you if you share them. And those are your medicine. Those are the thing you're here to give. And so you're like, oh, fuck, in order for me to share this thing, in order for me to live this truth, that's why you're in this struggle with your heart and your head. Like, I feel like I'm supposed to do this thing. I feel like I'm supposed to make this art, sing this song, dance this dance, write this book. But everything I've been taught my whole life is that if I do this, I'm going to lose love. I'm going to lose approval, lose money. I'm going to lose safe. I can't do that. It's not safe. There's the battle, right? It's time for you to defend to the end what is worthwhile. It is time for you to love and accept and support your whole self. All of the parts of you that have been relegated to shadow, all of the gifts that you've had that you've been told you shouldn't express. It is time for you to learn to love and support the shit out of them 
so that you can share them. It's about reconditioning these layers of shame and childhood messaging saying you cannot do what you want or be yourself or share your gifts because you're too much or you're not enough or it's too weird. You hid all of these things about yourself to survive. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You did what you had to do. But now you're an adult and you feel this desire to share and then you have all this fucking shame. So you haven't been able to go anywhere. You're just in this wrestling match with yourself. The thing that you want to make is what you're meant to do. You know it. You feel it. It is you. It's your medicine. It's what you're meant to share. You also may have internalized messages um, that that things have to be hard to be valuable and that you have to struggle for things and that if something is easy, it must not be worthwhile. And I think I've talked about this before, but this is tangled up with the idea that money comes from hard work, right? So if your gift is easy for you to give, you might think you shouldn't be allowed to be paid for it well or shouldn't be allowed to be compensated for it because it's easy, right? How can you get paid for something easy if money comes from hard work? So you must not be meant to thrive when things are easy. You see how that's like a weird mental trap? So you might downplay your gifts because they're easy for you to give. You might downplay your superpower because your superpower comes naturally to you. And you, so you think it comes naturally to everyone else. It doesn't. It is your gift to give. It should feel like flow. Not all the time, right? Nothing feels like flow all the time. But for the most part, the work should be easy for you to do. It should feel easy for you to give. And you should be compensated handsomely for things that come naturally to you. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing stopping that. But aside from our own belief that like it's not possible, we create struggle. We create strife. We create conflict in order to match our internal thermostat, our barometer of what's allowed, right? So if we're like, oh, actually, like, I don't believe I'm allowed to have ease and flow and money at the same time. If you start having it, you're going to find a way to make it, make it more complicated, make it more difficult, make it more challenging. You're looking around for something to be wrong because you don't even believe that you're allowed to have ease, right? If something is hard, that makes it valuable. Therefore, if something is easy, it must not be worth anything. It just don't make no sense, right? When you really pull it apart, you don't have to struggle. There's no rule that says you have to struggle to learn. There's no rule that says you have to struggle to change. This thing on the sacred fool about like not even being tied into the drama of the relationships falling apart. Like you don't even have to struggle with the relationships falling apart. When you really think about it, like you don't have to have any of the emotional reactions you have. I'm not saying any of our feelings are wrong, but sometimes we get into feeling like we have to struggle. We have to agonize over things. When when you lose a relationship and you're like, oh, I actually feel relieved. And then your next thought is, is that wrong? Should I not feel relieved? Should I feel guilty? I feel bad because I don't feel bad. All of that is us like fucking agonizing over whether or not we're allowed to let things be fucking easy. Maybe it's okay for things to be easy. Maybe it's okay to not take other people's perceptions of us that seriously. Maybe it's okay to not throw yourself into 
doomsday prophecies and catastrophic fear because someone disapproves of you. Like maybe we don't have to do any of that. Maybe we don't have to. I'm not saying for sure you don't, but what if you don't? What if you don't? What if you don't have to struggle? What if you don't have to take all of this so seriously? What if you don't have to be afraid? What if you don't have to feel like everything is really hard work in order to make money? Just like what if? Play with the what if. What if none of that is true? What if you're allowed to hold the things you want most in an open palm? What if you're allowed to stop fighting so hard to make things happen and just like surrender to ease? Right? I have this image in my mind of someone holding on to the bank of the river and kicking their feet wildly and gripping and grasping. And like, what if you just let go and let the stream carry you somewhere and were open to wherever it led you and trusted that it wasn't going to take you anywhere terrible or dangerous? What if that was possible? What if the thing that you want wants to come through you and all you have to do is surrender to it and stop making everything? an internal drama and an internal struggle. People won't like that either. They won't like that it's easy to lose them. And not everyone it's easy to lose, but like there are a lot of people where you're like, oh, actually I let this relationship go and shit got way easier for me. Yikes. All right. Well, I don't feel bad about that. I'm choosing ease. I'm prioritizing ease. I'm prioritizing flow. I'm prioritizing joy. I'm prioritizing relationships that feel like play. I'm prioritizing money that comes in easeful ways. I'm prioritizing aligned connections and anything that feels like struggle or shame or guilt. I'm just not looking that way anymore. And I'm letting those things go. What if that's possible? What if more surrender is the fucking move? I've never actually found a time when more surrender wasn't the move, actually. It's my Zen thought of the day. So anyway, everything's fake. Let it all go. (laughs) When you start surrendering to your gift, to living from your open heart and just letting people fall away and letting people think what they want about you and letting people say what they want about you and just doing your own damn thing, Doors are going to start opening and shit is really going to change. And once again, that's going to mean you have to get comfortable with discomfort because change is frequently not comfortable. Our ego perceives it as threat of annihilation. The shadow that came up in this reading, the shadow that we have to work through, self-explanatory, it's speaking your truth. The shadow that you have about owning who you are, being who you are, standing up for what's important to you because you're afraid that if you do, you're going to lose people. That's a scarcity shadow. Let's just say that, right? That's a scarcity shadow. This is a scarcity that says the relationships I have now are the only relationships I'm ever going to have. And if I let go of these relationships, I'm going to end up alone. It's not true. It's not these relationships or nothing. It's not these people or no one. It's these relationships or anyone else. And so when we're willing to just unabashedly speak our truth and be ourselves, are some people going to go away? Yep. But those relationships are not the relationships you want to keep anyway, 
Because who wants to be in a bunch of relationships where you're anxious and stressed and scared all the time and don't feel like you're allowed to be your whole authentic self or that the relationship will fall apart if you stop people-pleasing? Any relationship that would fall apart, any relationship that would fall apart because you spoke your truth or stood up for yourself is not a relationship you want in your life. Genuine relationships in your life, genuine people who love you in your life, want you to speak your truth, want you to share your gifts, want you to be yourself, want you to thrive. So if the big fear that you have is when I start being myself, speaking my truth and standing up for myself, then these people are going to go. It's because you know you actually need to let them go. So let them go. Start sharing the truth, whatever that is for you. Start being who the fuck you are so that new people can come in who love and appreciate that, who see you and support your truth. There is nothing that feels better than being supported for being your genuine self. There's nothing that feels better than that. The other thing is there's nothing that feels scarier than that. If you have a lifetime of, how do I want to say this? Creating intimacy, false intimacy, right? And when I say false intimacy, you always get to be disappointed in those people. You always get to to blame those relationships for why you're not thriving. You get to use those relationships in your sabotage narrative. You get to hide behind them. And those people never know the real you. So you never have to risk real vulnerability. If you're not sharing from the heart, you can't be rejected for your truth, which is actually a safety maneuver for you. It's scary to be truly vulnerable when you have a lifetime habit of not sharing your truth, not letting people see you, not risking rejection. Yes, it feels amazing to be witnessed and loved and supported for your real self, for sharing your real gifts. But in the moment before it feels good, it's the scariest thing you'll ever do in your fucking life. Because now maybe for the first time, you have the opportunity to be rejected for something really meaningful to you. And so when we talk about this thing about like, you need to love and approve of yourself, you have to start loving and supporting your own gifts. The reason that that's so important is because you need something in there for when people disappoint you. To be able to be like, damn, all right, that person doesn't love and support me, but I still love and support myself. I still trust life. I still trust that there are people out there who are going to support me and love me. And while I'm disappointed that that happened, I'm not shattered. Again, that's like a self-esteem, self-worth, self-love, self-acceptance thing. You need to build up that well of it in yourself so that you can withstand the vulnerability that the real relational intimacy of sharing your true self and having someone be like, meh, it's not for me. I can't say that shit don't hurt. It hurts. But it's not devastating if you have an internal well of support for yourself. It's easier to let that person walk away and say, okay, not for everyone. Fair enough. 
but the people I am for, I am for. And the people who are for me are for me. Not a fake version of me, not a veneer, not for what I can do for them. They're for me. They're here for my truth. They're here for my work. They really fuck with me. That's when it starts to feel good. But yeah, in the moment before it feels good, it might be the most vulnerability you've ever exposed yourself to. So that's the message. That's the word that came through. Let me know, please, in the chat, in the comments, if this landed for you. Jillian says, thank you so much for this reading. It is extremely relevant for what Nathan and I have planned and are doing. I needed to hear all of this. I'm so, so glad. Yeah, that's the good word for September. Spend the month preparing yourself to let all these motherfuckers go when you start stunting on them for real. Ta-da! Um, tomorrow, Friday, is the last day that you can book elemental coaching days with me through the rest of 2021. I have eight left that I can do, right? When I say eight left, I mean between now and the end of December, that's how many spots I have available that I can take to do a full coaching day with someone. Only eight of them left. So if you think you might want one, I would recommend getting an application in by tomorrow. Doesn't mean that you're committed to doing it, but at least get your application in so that you could potentially reserve one of those spots because I am closing the books on them. You will not be able to book them again after tomorrow. Closed. No more spots until next year. So if you need some help navigating this thing, I don't know what it is, but this thing that you want to build from your heart, this thing that you want to share, if you need support, if you need someone standing next to you saying, yes, this is a really good idea and you should do it and it's going to work. And here's a plan to help ease the brain weasels that say, here's all of the ways that this could go wrong. An elemental coaching day would be great for that. The link is in my bio. Click it read all about it, get your application turned in by the end of the day tomorrow. If you think that you would like to have one of those eight spots somewhere between now and the end of the year, I hope that this was valuable for you. Yay. Tanisha said messaging you soon on this. Love it. Love you. Love all y'alls. Have a great day. That's our episode for today. Thank you as always for being here and for listening to the podcast. I know there are so many things that you could be doing with your time. So many things you could be listening to. It is an honor that you choose to be here. Connect with me on Instagram at intuitive edge coaching or join my Facebook group unstuck group to suggest topics or people that you'd like to hear me interview on this show. Have a great day.